gentlemen, I bet you missed us. I bet you missed us. Hmm. We're back. This is the Unita Hara podcast. Episode six, I believe. Um, basically, guys, we got busy. I got caught up last week. Nick got caught up last week. And we had life going on, so we had to take a week off. Somehow you all have managed to survive. I don't know how. God knows they need us, but we're here. Nick, how are you doing? I'm doing well, man. How you doing? I'm all right now. I got my, my coffee ready yeah. to go. Um, I'm excited yeah. for this topic, man. I really, really am. I got a lot to talk about. Yeah, I just realized I got to change it up. I, this is like the third episode of Worn This Darn Halloween shirt. I mean, it's a good shirt, <laughs> but Jesus Christ, I keep wearing it. it just I'm wearing the uh, Sometimes Dead is Better. There you so, go. you know, um, so guess basically, guys, I want to, you know, we've been doing a lot of cool, like retrospective type videos talking about, you know, big, the big horror franchise and stuff and stuff. But I want to take a break from that. I get burnt out very quickly. I want to do a video talking about spirit Halloween, right? God knows that there's one thing that every horror fan, uh, horror fans can't agree about much. But one thing we all can agree on is spirit Halloween. All of us love Spirit Halloween. It's literally the most wonderful time of year, to coin a phrase, for horror fans. It's the store of all stores, and it seems to keep growing. Every year, it's bigger, badder, better. The merchandise is getting literally insane. We're getting statues of Michael Myers and stuff. Uh, And Nick, you obviously have a legitimate history with the store because you... I worked there for six years uh, on and off starting as a associate my first year. And then my final year I was there, I was an assistant district manager. So I worked my way through the ranks and I got to see the uh, nitty gritty. And we're going to talk all about that. We're going to talk about the time you spent there. You know, we're going to get into your, your personal life, how you decided to start working there, what you had to do and what it was like, not too personal, but (laughs) let's start right here. Okay. Let me give everybody just a brief history. Okay. Spirit Halloween LLC is an American seasonal retailer that supplies Halloween decorations, costumes, props, and accessories. It was founded in 1983 and is based in Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey. In 1999, the store had 60 seasonal locations and was purchased by Spencer Gifts. Today, the pop-up retailer has over a 1,000 locations across the United States and Canada. So, uh, humble beginnings for spirit, but everything pretty much has humble beginnings. And, uh, it started in a little brick and mortar up in New Jersey, spirit Halloween in the early eighties. God only knows what that first store was like. I would have <laughs> liked to have seen it, you know, yeah. in that heyday of the slasher craze, mind you. I mean, I'm sure the thing was filled with cheap ass hockey mask, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. But, you know, spirit, spirit Halloween, as I said, it is something that a lot of us have amazing memories from we can remember getting some of the best merchandise ever there a lot of cool stuff um my first i've told the story of like spirit spirit was the catalyst for what made me be, get, become obsessed with horror but i can remember for me the absolute heyday of spirit halloween nick you're only a few years younger than me so you may be able to remember this stuff i'm sure you were going there at this point too the heyday for me of Spirit Halloween was the mid 2000s. I remember going to Spirit one year. It was like 2006, right after I remember it was right after Katrina, right? Cuz I came to Katrina 
in 2005. And it was the next year we had moved into my parents' house. They had bought their house and all. We had decided to stay by this point. We went into Spirit Nick and the Jemmy animatronics, as they're called, they had, they were insane. I wish they were still doing them like they were back then because I remember they had, I have the Freddy Krueger. They had Freddy. They had a Freddy versus Jason style Jason that was really cool. But the Leatherface, have you ever mm-hmm. seen their did the Jemmy Leatherface? Literally yep. the most insane prop I've ever seen goes for hundreds and hundreds of dollars now. Dollars now on eBay. Do you remember that period of spirit? Yeah, because my first year that I can remember stepping into a spirit store was the fall of 07. And I remember that because I had just watched Rob Zombie's Halloween in the theater. And I remember they had, I don't know if it was just an end cap or if it was an entire section of, you know, Halloween, Michael Myers stuff. And it was because of that new film. And that was the, and and maybe I had been in one earlier in my lifetime. Uh, Lord only knows. I can't remember where my mom would take us to buy costumes when we were kids. Most of the time I thought it was party city, but the first year I can remember was Oh seven. And yeah. Yeah. The, uh, in my opinion, and this isn't a popular opinion, I know that, um, the quality has gone up in the animatronics, but I miss those old animatronics when they would have Ghostface, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Leatherface, that type of stuff. Now you get a lot of like original spirit ideas, and they're cool. Don't get me wrong. They're cool, and they get cooler every year, but you don't see the licensed material animatronics so much anymore in the stores yeah and i had to buy a lot of those secondhand so they cost me a pretty penny like i've got yeah. lecter and he was notorious for his mask the the mask that goes the little face thing it would mm-hmm. break uh i have the ghost face um which the thing about the ghost face that was cool was you could hook a phone a plastic phone licensed phone up to it Yep, And if you picked up the phone, the animatronic would move and talk and stuff. Or you could just do the try me buttons like a lot of them had. Mm-hmm. Um, I converted my my uh, Friday the 13th one into a Roy Burns. I had it in the whole room here <laughs> for a long time. But when I downsized, I have them all in my VHS shed, which I'm still working on. But um, those were good times, man. I remember just going there and... Man, it was insane. It seemed like it was so heavy metal back then. Now It seemed like it was more... Like the stores were a little bit more grittier back then. They weren't so family friendly ish. I don't know. I mean, because when you look at Spirit now, it is such this huge commodity and it's massive. Let, let me give everybody a little bit more details on some of the stuff. Let's talk really briefly about the start of Spirit Halloween. It says John Marver created the Spirit Halloween business model, a pop up store catering to Halloween revelers, starting with his fir- first pop up location. In Castro Valley Mall in 84, he grew Spirit Halloween to 60 seasonal stores nationwide before it was acquired in 99. His approach his approach to short-term leases, locations, and the stocking of widely varied merchandise was novel in the Halloween retail sector. So basically, he was the guy who really started the, let's find, you know, abandoned buildings and stores that going out of business and just lease them for a month or so. I can't think of any other chain that does that you know what i mean it seems like spirit they're the ones i mean they're the ones that just lease out old kmarts now you know yeah and there were there were companies that tried like halloween city 
uh, and I think Halloween City still exists, and I believe they're a sister of uh, Party City, but they've never ever caught on like Spirit. No, Spirit is like Spirit is like the you know the Kleenex brand tissue, as it were. You know, there's mm-hmm. there are Halloween cities. You're right. As a matter of fact, every other other year, basically in the, a big city near me, they'll they'll have one, but it's not every year. Obviously, Spirit is every year. Obviously. But the Halloween cities, it's weird. They'll just occasionally pop up every yep. two two or three years. It's weird. Um, but a little bit more details. Today, the Spirit Halloween network of pop-up stores is bigger than any other specialty retailer in its category, with the ownership expanding Marvel's original concept to more than 1,100 locations in North America. Spirit Halloween serves a Halloween consumer market estimated at, you ready for this? billion yearly, according to the National Retail Federation. Spirit Halloween is known for its large selection of costumes and Halloween decorations. Since 2007, they made themed displays of the animatronics and props they made for the year. 2013 marked their 30th anniversary. So... It's huge. It's 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 something that is consistently growing year by year. And I always back in the day, I would be like, oh, this would be fun to work at one of these. So I'm obviously you had the same notion. How did you how did you get into working at Spirit Halloween and how how hard is it? But how hard was it to actually like get on working at a store like that? Because by me, Nick, they seem very mafia. It's yeah. groups of friends and families that typically run and do them uh it's changing now because now they're all getting more corporate rather than uh personally run franchises like getting licenses from a family but for the last 10 years or so it was mafia ran i tried one year i know just like we kind of got like a group that runs this so i couldn't get on because i was so happy to do it how did you get involved it was 2011 um i was 16 and my buddy dave had just gotten his uh Thunderbird, his first car, that thing was a tank. And, um, we, we needed money. We needed gas money. We needed beer money. Yeah, I know 16, but, um, and so we were like, let's just get a job somewhere. So we drove around, we applied at Halloween city. We applied at Halloween USA, I think was that place. And we apply or no Halloween USA wasn't accepting applications. They were full. And then we went to this big, I mean, massive location for a spirit. And it was so big. They only used like a third of the store and behind the faux walls that they put up, it was just a mile of storage basically. And, uh, I walked in, I'll never forget my first boss from spirit, Joe Carter. Uh, he was there. I was like, are you guys like hiring? Like I'm trying to, me and my buddy are trying to get a job. He was like, yeah. Like when can you start? And I was like, oh damn. So he took us behind the register. We, did the onboarding paperwork and he had us start like the next day. Um, and it was, I mean, it was super easy and it was, it was really cool because, um, I, that year was crazy because that was the year that scream four came out. So when you would walk in the door, there was a little house display with Ghostface on the porch with the phone plugged into Ghostface. I remember and, that. Yeah. And uh, I got a story about that for later on. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I mean, I just walked in, man. And I, I asked and he said they were hiring and I thought, why the hell not? And, you know, mind you, this was the end of August. They had just opened. And my first day, what does Joe tell me to do? He goes, Hey man, um, 
are you like athletic? And I was like, I mean, I run track. Like <laughs> I wouldn't say like, I'm like a, a freak athlete or anything, but I, yeah, I'm decently athletic. He's like, okay, uh, can you like do flips and like stuff? And I was like, I can do a front flip. Yeah. He's like, cool. Put on a costume, pick anyone you want, as long as it's family friendly and take this sign and go sign wave at the street, do some flips. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so I went, I put on a, a red power ranger costume and uh, I went out there, dude, and I was, I was getting it and uh, I had people honking at me. And then when I came in from it, dude, it was so hot. I was out there for like two hours. I came in and there was this woman I'll never forget. She was like, we came in here because we saw you out there in that costume doing flips and stuff on the Hill. I was like, <laughs> hell yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that was the beginnings of my spirit career. And uh, how was it working throughout the season? Now, let's talk about this. Obviously, I want to talk about how you went up the ranks, you know, staying in there. But um, let's talk about perks, I guess, as it were. Um, do you remember the details of what your manager was like? Okay, here's what you can get. Here's what you get a credit or anything like that. What, what yes. was that situation like? Uh, you get 30% off and uh, you also get 30% off for your family uh, and friends. Basically, anyone that you can give your associate number to. Um, you get first dibs on the half off sale. If there's anything you want on November 1st, before you open the doors, you can put that aside in the back room and be like, I'm buying this. Um, and uh, the week before Halloween, you get to every shift you work, no matter what position you are, at least where I was from. I'm not saying this is for everyone, but um, you could wear whatever costume you wanted for the week of Halloween um, on your shift like in the store, whatever. Did you take advantage um, of that? Dude, there was a, <laughs> there was a year where I was a store manager and it was the weekend before Halloween. And I put on one of those morph suits and it was a morph suit of, I can't remember the name, but it has like long black hair and it's like a creepy smiley face. And he's got like a knife. He's like creepy. I don't know. He was like a creepy pasta thing, like Slender Man. And uh, I was sitting in front of the front door uh, in front of the ISE looking like an animatronic sitting still. And I scared the absolute crap out of people when they walked in. Cause there was a little girl, I, I feel bad about it now, but there was a little girl that walked in and she was doing all the try me buttons and step pads. And she comes up to me and she's stepping on the pad and it's not working. And I was like, ah, and she started crying. Um, <laughs> but yes, I took full advantage. I was sliding around on my knees in the costume. I would just run and slide and nobody knew who I was. Cause this whole thing zipped up and mind you, I was the store manager. So yes, I definitely took advantage. I was, I, I was definitely having fun with it. Yeah. So do you, let's talk about <clears throat> this, you know, we're going to talk about what spirit is today and the things that they offer in terms of masks and companies. But this was before a trick or treat studios was around. Yep. The caliber of masks for say Freddy Krueger and Jason and Michael were pretty scummy bad. Do you remember yeah. the, yes. those Mac? Do you remember those Michael Myers masks? I don't remember if they were rubies, what brand, but they had these bizarre male pattern baldness. The hair yeah. on them was like was like Goku, those spiky yes. things that there was missing. Do you remember those masks? Uh, God, I should have grabbed it. It's in the closet right behind me. I have one. Um, I bought it in 2011 from Spirit. Um, yes, I believe they were rubies, and my God. 
do I remember them. They were some of the worst masks I've ever seen. And uh, I still own one. Like I said, it's in a storage bin right in front of me. And my Brooke has asked me many times, like, why do you have that mask? I was like, I would never display it, but it's just nostalgia. And I think I paid like 40 bucks for it too at the time. And like looking back on it, I'm like, dear God, this was the best I could get. Yeah, the masks back then were terrible especially the Rob Zombie's Halloween mask. And I think they still show it. They still sell it. Um, they still sell them. Yeah. Yeah. You know which one I'm talking about where it just looks so fake brown scars. It's, and Yeah. It's got like a, like a long rectangular tag that, mm-hmm. that has two holes on it and they, they go on like a rack and they just, they're, they're so cheap, man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I remember. <laughs> yeah. But I remember buying <clears throat> probably 2010, a Freddy mask. And when I say the latex was paper thin on yep. it and, the, and it had like a fixed face. So the mouth was like, the mouth was all crooked. It was horrible. But at the time it was the coolest damn thing. And then the gloves were literally like these, like, dude, it was almost like paper mache. It was so mm-hmm. cheap and you slide them on. And then the blades are made out of plastic. So they're like, they have no weight to them. So they just bend and fall. It was pathetic. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, uh, it's funny you mentioned those because the that Freddy mask and those Freddy gloves were easily the most common thing that I found broken in that in, in my stores every single year. Even when we would get like higher quality gloves and masks, we would still sell the old crappy ones, and they would always break. Always, Did like people try to return them or. Oh man, yeah. People would come in. I, I remember a guy said, I bought this, you know, and uh, as soon as I opened it, one of the razors on the fingers was just completely broken off and all the other ones just fell down and they wouldn't stay up. And, you know, I mean, I gave him his money back, but I wanted to say like, yeah, it's a piece of crap. Like, what do you, what do you want me to do? I mean, now they have this glove that's in like the hard plastic case that's like 40 bucks or something like that. It's a decent glove. It really, really is. But yeah, back in the day, man, it was your, your options weren't great. And do you remember the, what were the policies like on that? Were there, did your boss tell you like, look, here's the, if a guy comes in complaining, just give him his money back. Or did you have spirit? Well, yeah, spirit had a pretty, um, pain in the ass rule. Uh, basically the customer's always right. So on your receipt, it would tell you when we were stopping returns for the season. And it's usually two weeks before Halloween. So, but it would always say, and we would have signage posted at the register too. Like, Hey, returns are accepted up until October 20th or or something like that. But until that date, you had to, I mean, you had to, unless someone came in and they were like, Oh, you know, yeah, I was, I was messing with this and you know, uh, hitting someone over the head with it and it broke like, well, th- I'm not going to give you a refund for that. That's your own fault. But yeah, it was pretty much always just, Hey, if the customer wants their money back by this date, give them their money back. Don't even argue The the thing they would tell you to do is, well, do you want to exchange instead? You know? Um, and we would do that, but uh, yeah, it was basically customer wants their money back. Give it back. Yeah. So obviously I'm, I'm assuming your first year you had a great, you had a great time. And by the end of the, by the end of the season, it's just, hey, thanks for your hard work. And do you stay in contact with the guy that that hired you? And I stayed in contact with Joe just because he was like the most unprofessional boss I've ever had. Um, and I'm not afraid, way, to, right? Yes. And I'm not afraid to say his name because 
his name is like the most basic name ever. You'd never be able to, I never found him on social media. So, you know, um, but uh, I think the thing that sealed it for me was not just because I love the job, but um, you know, I'm a teenager and you know, you're, you're a teenager working, for example, the, uh, the dressing room on a busy Friday, Saturday night, and you get all these pretty teenage girls when you're a teenage guy trying on these costumes and you're flirting and, you know, I mean, it was fun, man. And, um, uh, Joe, basically the way spirit goes is after you do your 50% off sale, you take a day off and then like November 4th, everybody comes in and you start store teardown. And well, you do inventory first and then you do tear down. Well, after we did inventory, Joe was like, Hey, nobody judge me. Okay. Hey, I'm bringing in a 30 pack tomorrow. Come in here. We're going to get, we're going to drink a 30 pack of beer. We're going to turn all the lights off, turn the music on. We're going to grab toy guns, toy mask, and we're going to play like laser tag in this place. Mm -hmm. I was like, hell yeah. What kind of building is this? Do you remember what it was? Uh, This was an old, it was a, it was an old pet smart. And it was like the biggest pet smart I had ever seen in my life. And there was actually like an old, uh, there, not a, there was a, a doorway, uh, employees only where the restrooms were. And there was actually like the old, like kennel areas. And I remember us sitting in there polishing off a 30 pack of Coors light. <laughs> I'm 16 years old. My buddy's 16. We got both of our bosses here, all of our other associates. And he's like, all right, go grab guns, go grab masks. Like to do this thing. And he turned all the lights off. And I actually, um, I think I broke it, but it was at least sprained, but I at least sprained my wrist when we were doing that. Cause I mean, I, I couldn't see anything. Um, and I ran into a wall, but, um, yeah. And after that, I was like, dude, this was so fun. Um, because a lot of these managers, they didn't take it seriously because they didn't have aspirations really to move up cause it's a seasonal job. Um, but I stayed in contact with the district manager, um, and he was a general manager for Spencer's in the off season. Cause as, as I'm sure, you know, Spencer's owns them. So, um, and they always gave you that option as an associate or a manager, or whatever. Hey, if you want to move over to Spencer's for the holiday season, at the very least, um, you can do that. I didn't do it my first couple of years. Um, and, uh, but that was always an option. Like, Hey, if you want to keep working for the company, just move on over to Spencer's. Um, but yeah, I stayed in contact with the district manager, uh, I will not give his name because he's an inside source that uh, I have some goodies for you guys from. Uh, he's now moved his way up and he's a year round employee for the company. Um, so awesome. this dude gets to work for spirit year round. I mean, that's like my dream. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that's. So sticking on your first year for a minute, <laughs> do you remember what the hottest sellers were? What did you sell more of anything? Uh, that was the, f- if I'm not mistaken. That, yes, yeah, I am. Answer. I am not mistaken. It was well. The, it was the first year of the jumping spider, and that thing sold like hotcakes. We couldn't keep it in the store. We'd get thirty on a truck. It'd be gone by the end of the week. Um, we sold so, a ton. That's yeah, the thing. That's like it's like a, like a spider thing that you you hit the button and it kind of goes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that thing sold like crazy. You'd get 30, it'd be gone in a week. Um, I want to ask you real real quick though, real quick. I want to make sure about something. Is this in Ohio? The state of Ohio? Yeah, this was actually, I mean, not like it matters anymore because it doesn't exist anymore, but my first location was the King's Auto Mall location 
uh, the old pet smart, which is now a planet fitness, which tells you how big that damn building is. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was, that was the reason, the reason I ask, it's not just for no reason. You watch a lot of horror movies and things like that. And for instance, trick or treat takes place in Ohio. Yep. They switched you it know, up though. In Trick or Treat, she calls it Warren Valley, Ohio. It's actually Warren County, Warren County and Warren that's County. where I lived like right. my entire life. Right. Well, the reason I I say that too is because I feel like that is more of a hotbed for the season of Halloween, more so where I live. I live in the Bible Belt, so for some bizarre reason, and I have no problem saying this, Baptists and Methodists think that you're a Satanist if you want to dress up as a character. So it's like oh, yeah. Halloween. It's kind of like Michael Myers in Halloween six, where they want to make Halloween go away around here. Yep. And I hate that. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is I'm assuming because the holiday is more prominent up there, because the holiday is, it's more celebrated. You probably push more product. Right? Oh yeah. I mean, uh, to give you guys perspective, you're open for about nine weeks. Uh, last week of August to the first week of November, about nine, 10 weeks, we would never do less than $200,000 in sales for a two month period. Um, some of my stores would do 300,000. I mean, it is insane. The Saturday before Halloween was always the biggest day. I got to put your seatbelt on for that day. Yes. That day you schedule everyone, you run three registers you run two people on the dressing room. You have like six people on the floor, every manager, because you do anywhere from 20 to 35,000 just on day. that day. Yes. It's insane. Um, the line never stops at the register. Um, so yeah, I mean, the stores it, it, here in Ohio, we are obviously like we're more, con- we're a conservative state, you know, we're, we're, uh, you know, like you said, bat- we're not the Bible belt, but it, it definitely is, you know, pretty heavy religious state, pretty, pretty old fashioned, but not, not like crazily. Um, so you, you have a good mix here, but the holiday here is definitely celebrated because I mean, you guys, if you haven't seen or heard of the store Foy's, um, and Pizal did a video on it a couple months ago, it's actually about 20 minutes from my house. Uh, he and Jeremy went there and that entire town in Springboro, I believe it's in Springboro, um, is just they have a festival that store foys i'm telling you christian there is a nightmare on elm street 2 pinball machine for sale in there still for sale hundreds of dollars but it is one of the most beautiful pieces i've ever seen but Mm. that entire town goes all out so yeah ohio is definitely i'd say ohio is pretty welcoming to the holiday for sure yeah yeah, that's cool, man. That's why I want to get out of the state one day. I mean, we have our spirits and stuff. I have to drive about 30 minutes to get to them, 40 minutes. But it just seems like like me and Sydney will we'll daydream about visiting this Halloween festival in Minnesota that yep. takes place. And it's like this massive Halloween parade. And there's mm-hmm. thousands of jack It just looks amazing. But needless to say, you know, we all have jobs when we're teenagers that we work. I worked at KFC when I was 16. And it, I've, I've literally haven't touched KFC since 2008. <laughs> it's been 2008 since I've ever eaten at KFC. Same thing with me and McDonald's. Yeah. Won't, do, won't do it anymore. I think every – look, I think every person during that age needs to work a fast food restaurant job just to say 
I've got to figure out what to do with my life. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if you don't know what to do with your life, go work at a fast food restaurant. It'll it'll yeah. it'll motivate you. I mean, it will. Well, uh, you know, there's anything you, wrong with working at those places, no. but man. I mean, yeah, it'll beat you down. I mean, I was 16. I worked at the McDonald's right across the street from the amusement park, Kings Island. So you can imagine how busy we were. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I'm getting at. It's not because doing the work is degrading. It's the people that you have to deal with that will make you literally hate your life. So you say, I've got to get out of here so I can not deal with people. I want a job where I don't deal with the, any kind of job where you don't deal with the customers directly is the kind of job I want to have. Yes. I've dealt with the customers face to face and. <laughs> It's brutal. Yep. All right. So obviously you're going to come back to spirit the next year. Now, where do we go to work the next year? Is it the, the same next year? Thing? No, uh, I was bummed. They didn't come back there. Uh, quick story. We looked on Google to find where the locations were. This was August. And we found one in an, in the city where Kings Island is Mason, Ohio. And my buddy and I were like, that's only 15 minutes away from us. This is the closest one. Like, let's go and apply and say, Hey, we worked here last year. There was nothing there. It was just an abandoned building and spirit never ended up coming there. It was a mistake on the, um, it was just a mistake on Google. And, uh, so I was calling around if I called the DM from the previous year, I was like, what locations do you have? Like, well, uh, we need people at the Hyde park location, which is closer to Cincinnati, which is about 30 minutes. And mind you, you know, we're still in high school. We're seniors at this point. Well, we walk in there and he happened to be there that day. And he's like, yeah, you guys want to, you guys want to work again? I was like, hell yeah. Um, and this location was the smallest location I ever worked at. Um, we didn't have a lot of animatronics. We didn't have a lot of decor. It was literally maybe 2000 square feet. And it was just like a straight line back. There was, it wasn't wide. It was just like, kind of like a corridor almost the entire store. Um, and uh, one of my least favorite years working for spirit for sure. Um I, I loved the job. I didn't like the management. I didn't like the location. Um, so that was, that was the next year was, uh, the Hyde park location. And it was right, literally right next door to McDonald's and they were doing their monopoly that year. So Dave and I literally on our breaks would just go buy McDonald's to try to win monopoly prizes. And, uh, <laughs> so that was lunch every day. Now I remember 2012 was the year I bought my H2O Jemmy Michael Myers. Yep. And I remember my wife was like, stop it, Christian, stop it. Because <laughs> they had a, and I just really liked the way it looked for some reason. They had, and I'm, I'm wondering if you saw it this year as well. They had the Jemmy animatronic remake Freddy. And yes. yep. I liked it so much. And I got close to getting it because I was like, Sydney, I really like him. I mean, I know the movie, I'm not a huge, huge fan of it, but like, I just really liked this, this, this Jemmy. Yeah, she's like, no, get the H2O Myers, which we got the H2O Myers. Looking back, I wish I would have got the Hellraiser because that one, they had one Hellraiser and then it was gone and I never saw it ever again at a store. But I remember that was a, a cool one. So do you remember seeing still at this point a lot of the Jemmys? Or? Every single one you just mentioned I saw that year, but my store didn't carry them because we were so small. So when you have a smaller location, Spirit will basically mark you as a 90% costume store. And that's what Hyde Park was. We were about 90% costumes. So it's based off square footage, um, how they do this with their planning. But um, I would go to other stores that year because I would want decor and, and things like that that I couldn't get at my store. Um, and uh, the Eastgate Mall location, which happened to be, well, we'll get there. But um, the Eastgate Mall location was the one that year that I saw all that stuff at Hellraiser. 
uh, Nightmare uh, remake, Freddy, Halloween H2O, Michael Myers. And I wanted, I wanted the Michael as well. Um, but at this point I was still a sales associate in high school, so I wasn't making enough money to do that. But, right. um, yeah, yeah, I remember. So any significant stories you can remember from this second year or just a pretty boring, um, no, we threw a Halloween party with our bosses again. Uh, like we did with Joe. I didn't tell that last story and that's fine. I won't, but, um, Dave, you know, we threw a Halloween party in Dave's basement and, uh, both of our, both of our managers came and, uh, you know, we, we got stupid and, um, one of our managers was hitting on Dave's girlfriend and that all went bad. Um, but that's the most exciting thing that happened that year, honestly, because like I said, it's not that I didn't love the job cause I did, which is why I returned for so many years after that. But I just, it was just kind of a boring location. You know what I mean? It was far away from my house. I wasn't familiar with the area, the people. Um, but I had my best friend working with me. It was spirit, you know, Halloween obviously is my jam. So I was in my element, but that's really it. It was, it was a pretty boring year. And so at this point, how often, what is your schedule? Like, do you remember like, what is the average schedule of a sales associate? Um, we worked about four or 5 PM to close. And, uh, it was funny because Dave's Thunderbird crapped out and, uh, we were having to get rides to and from work from his mom. And uh, she was real pissed about it because she'd have to come pick us up at like 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night and drive a half hour home when she had to work in the morning. And she'd always complain about it. Um, but we were two sales associates that wanted to work as much as we could because we both had girlfriends. You know, we wanted to have money, you know, take your girlfriend out, you know, buy stuff, whatever. Um, so I was always one like we were gung ho. Give us five days. Give us five days a week. So, you know, we worked about. I'd say 30 hours or so as much as they'd give us. But yeah, it was like five nights a week, four or five to close. That was basically what we did. Yeah. All right. So let's move on uh, one more year. Then we'll talk about some of our favorite items we've gotten and stuff. So yeah. the next year, are we returning to? Well, Cincinnati? the next year was uh, assistant manager. My first year as a manager for the company uh, at the Eastgate Mall location, the one that I had gone to the year before just visiting and loved it. It was my first, it was another big store. I had a ton of animatronics. Um, I was the full-time assistant. Um, how I, does, I how loved, do you get that position? Was it just because you, you knew the seniority? Manager? Yeah. Seniority. It was basically like, I've been here two years. I'm 18 now. I, I want an assistant manager job. And he was like, okay. Um, and, uh, and that's really how it works with spirit. It's, it's, basically seniority you know you've been here a while you know the gig we'd rather give it to you than somebody you know on the outside um i wish it happened more in the real world man yeah i know right um and you know like you said you don't want to you don't want to go over every year so i'll just kind of like compress it real quick assistant that year store manager the next year store manager the year after that and then my final year um assistant district manager where i oversaw two locations so I wasn't technically a district manager, but I kind of oversaw two locations, um, which was my favorite year. Um, I actually got the biggest bonus uh, in the district that year um, for a manager because my store uh, had the best numbers, uh, you know, right. loss prevention, all that. So um, let me ask you this. Do you do you set up the layout of the store or is that dictated from a blueprint? It's dictated from a blueprint. They give you a handbook uh, They uh, at the beginning. I mean, 
bastard is thick and um, it's pictures. This ISE goes here. This end cap goes here. Here's how the end cap is supposed to look. Um, all that stuff. Now you can finagle it in the sense of, okay, well, my store is massive. So I'm going to put this more toward the front or this more toward the back, but you're going to display it the same way that it shows. But everything is pretty by the book there when it comes to construction of the store. Um, and same thing with teardown. It's pretty by the book. Um, teardown is the worst part because one thing a lot of people that don't work for spirit. Don't know. I know you, you go to spirit, you see all the, the big black walls that they have all the pegs on all the pegboards, everything pegboard. like that. Yeah. You got to take those things down and they're heavy. And not only do you have to take every single one down, you got to carry them to the back to the loading dock and load them on a truck at the end of the year. So tear down is awful because it's boxing everything up, labeling it, and then tearing every single wall down and carrying it to a truck. And every um, piece of inventory has to be like everything. Accounted for. Yep, everything. We actually have an inventory, like a company comes in and they scan every single product. Um, so yeah, it that. but that was the last year. I was asked to come back the following year, but I was working at the job that I'm at now. And uh, my son was on the way and I said, I can't take a seasonal job. Um, you know, I got to have something year round full time, which is what I'm doing right now. I've got a kid on the way. I tried to talk him into, hey, I'll do it if you'll give me a pretty good shot at getting a year round position. And he was like, you know, that's not up to me. So I was like, I, I can't do it. Um, but I mean, that would have been cool. I know. Um, district manager, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, you make about 11, 1200 a week. Um, your bonus can cap at anywhere from seven to 15,000. Um, so it would have been a cool gig, but it would have only lasted me till January because the way it goes is you're done near the end of November. Once teardown's done, you get your Christmas bonus, which as a DM would be anywhere from seven to 15,000, depending on your numbers. And you know, winter comes around and you need another job. So, uh, but I, I just couldn't do it. And uh, he still asks me every year to come back. He That's still good, does. man. That's good to have in your back pocket. You know? You never yeah. Know I mean, I, I, yeah, there's times where I hate my job and I want to do it. So, but yeah, you know, yeah, that's the spirit history in a nutshell. So obviously you have an inside source. We're going to talk about what we can ex possibly expect from spirit this year. Definitely expect. I, I will go on the record hand on the Bible. Awesome. But before we get that, let's talk about, you know, do you, do you have any like absolute favorite experiences be it as a customer or an employee from spirit where you're just like, Oh my God, this is the coolest thing. Did you ever have, cause there, there was a store by me that actually had Tony Todd come in for a day and sign autographs yeah. and things like that. Did you have anything yep. special like that happen? Um, we had, um, in our district, we had a store that, um, I, I want, it was, it was a lookalike. It wasn't him, but it was a Johnny Depp lookalike. And the lookalike was like spot on. And would sign autographs, would take pictures, and everyone knew it wasn't him, but he literally looked just like Johnny Depp. And he would dress up like Jack Sparrow, and it was an event. When he was there, that place was crowded. And after like a year or two of doing it, they were like, we just got to do this every year. So he came back every year. That was cool. Um, the uh, 
the the experience of being a store manager and getting to it's basically you know being it's your baby you know and and then having it do as well as it does i was really tight with my crew i mean i really was i would hang out with these guys we would go out for drinks like you know i was really tight with my crew and um and you know maybe to a fault because you know i you're not supposed to fraternize but whatever i was younger um but i think those i think the best experience for me honestly was being a store manager and getting to you know reap the benefits of the effort that you put in and build those relationships um honestly my my last two years there were my favorite years and uh the only reason i'll let you know the only reason i still worked at spirit was because of this source that i have that is now a year-round employee for spirit because i went to spencer's um one year after spirit the year i was an assistant at spirit my first year as an assistant i went to spencer's for the christmas season as a supervisor and um I was dating a girl for two years. She came in and broke up with me while I was working Black Friday. Um, <laughs> oh my she, god! Uh, ten p.m. to ten a.m. and she came with the guy that she was cheating on me with. What uh, a to, bitch! Yeah, yeah, she was awful. I'm sorry um, if she's listening to this. Yeah, I don't. I truly don't give a shit. Um, she what tried to. She tried to apologize years later, and I was like, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, she came in with that guy that she was cheating on me with, and basically ended it in the middle of my black Friday shift. It was like three in the morning. Uh, and then my transmission, my car went out that same week. So my life was just falling apart and, uh, I just, I quit. And, uh, they were like, well, you quit Spencer's. So you can't go back to spirit. And I was like, um, all right, bet. And, uh, so I had my guy that, you know, is, is now a zone manager for them. And I was like, I know you have the power overturn my, um, you know, my non-rehirable. And he did. And I came back as a store manager and I was like, yeah, see, piss off Spencer's. Was so yeah, Spencer's experience, not as good. Awful, or? awful, absolutely awful. Um, spirit accounts for more than 50% of the profit for Spencer's gifts. I was going to Spen- say, yeah, yeah, Spencer's, it's just not a thing anymore. There are locations, but they close more and more every year. And spirit's the only reason it's still alive. Uh, like I was telling you how we would do anywhere from 20 to 35,000 on the Saturday before Halloween for spirit at Spencer's in one of the busiest malls in my state that I worked at. We did $10,000 on black Friday for the entire day. It just, it just, it's just not really popular anymore. You know, I still go in there. I still buy stuff. I think a lot of us horror fans do shop in there, but your casual mall goer, they're not going into Spencer's anymore. You know, so nobody, yeah, nobody wants, uh, nobody wants Buddha lightning glass spot deals no, anymore or titty no. mugs. Dude, we used to have a lady that at that Spencer's, she would come in once a week and, and like, I'll be honest, like, like this woman was definitely like what you would consider like a cougar. Um, and she'd come in and she'd go back to that back corner and she'd buy a bunch of weird kinky sex stuff <laughs> once a week. Like she was like the customer you could count on to give you some business. Edible undies. <laughs> yeah. Like whips and assless chaps and stuff. And I'm like, I, I don't know what you're doing, but hey. Somebody so, yeah. listens to this right now is like messaging you right now. Like, hey, do you have her number? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know. In terms of spirit now, I think the thing that's so cool is, you know, even though they've 
you know, it's a shame that they don't, they don't seem to do a lot of the licensed products anymore in terms of the Jemmy stuff. I don't know what happened to Jemmy, what's going on with them, but they have done some really, really, really cool stuff. Let me, let me, let me show the people this. Show. So these things sold like absolute gangbusters uh, a year or so ago. This is the Sam that they did. Mm-hmm. And I remember when this came out, I was my jaw dropped at it. I was like, holy crap, this is what Spencer's is doing. And it's it's actually says trick or treat on a pumpkin and it lights up. And it's amazing. They couldn't keep these things on the shelf. They were selling out online. This was two years ago. And then last year, they He's gonna shocked the world. You bastard. Well, what's so cool about this thing is, I mean, first of all, the face actually looks really good on it, and but mm-hmm. it's a Halloween 6 pumpkin, and it's licensed uh, from Miramax, Halloween 6, but this thing as well. I mean, I'm really hoping they do a third one this year. I, I don't know who it would be. They did Michael. They did Trick or Treat. I would love a Jason or Freddy one like this or something else, but I'm sure that these will be back on the shelves, but these things, are they sold like crazy. They could, I, I never, I saw one, uh, the, short story for me, and it's really a shame. There was a woman and her husband who were running this one Spirit Halloween about an hour from me, and it was my favorite one to go to because they were a, a husband and wife that would get the license to open up their spirit, and her husband died a few months ago, and she actually posted on Facebook, hey, I'm clearing out my inventory. She ran her store herself. I mean, she got the license for it and everything. She was like, hey, I'm clearing out my inventory. Spirit did not renew my license. And I was like, what? I was asking her. I said, why? She goes, they're not really doing any more, you know, private licensees anymore. They're doing everything corporately. I guess because they're getting so big. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But her spirit was amazing her whole back wall she filled it with pictures from conventions and autographs this woman was a legitimate horror aficionado she would fill up the wall with pictures from conventions of actors and everything she would go to and stuff and her it was really sad her husband died and we went and saw her the other the other weekend and i don't have it with me it's in the it's in i'll post it on instagram this week so if you be sure to follow me on instagram to see it i bought a basket a hand basket, a spirit Halloween hand basket from her. I said, can I buy one of the baskets? She goes, yeah, take a basket. Let's go. <laughs> I bought that from her, but it's really, it's really sad that, you know, she, she's not coming back to run her store. Cause it was so personal and it was gorgeous, but now it's going to be a corporately ran one. But, you know, as far as products goes, you know, they've got trick or treat masks. Now they did a dream master Freddie mask the year before or last year. And I was like, wow, look how they get some good stuff. NECA hockey, Jason hockey master there now. But this thing, I mean, it sold like crazy. And it was amazing. Yeah, I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. That's why I said he's going to show it. I knew it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> you got what, one. Piz got one. I could not find it. What really sucks, though, is people would order these online and they would come broken. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not that Spirit was packing them badly. I've got, do you remember the Pennywise who's sitting on like a well? Yep. And he's got their, I have mm-hmm. mine. As a matter of fact, for those that are watching this, I have mine, and he he came to me broken. As you could see, it's missing some glass piece. It's some glass right there. Mm-hmm. The 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 force of 
the UPS people who don't care. This thing was packaged nice. It's not Spirit's fault. UPS was just like throwing this thing around in boxes, and it literally snapped from its base. So I super glued him down. Look, I mean, he's not coming off. Hmm. He's he super glued down. I use hot hot glue and all, and he looks fine, right? And I had to go to Spirit.com, and you don't call. If anybody needs to know, this is actually good information for anybody. You don't try to call customer service. You go on their website, and you go to this chat room thing, and you send like a DM, and you wait for a, uh, an online employee to message you back, and you send them a picture of what it is you bought and your receipt. And she refunded me right then and there. She said, do you want me to send you a replacement or refund me? I said, just refund me because I just super glued him. I, I got him for free. I got my money back and he, he works and everything. And But this thing was cool, too. I really like this Pennywise. This is it chapter two? Pennywise. Oh, yeah. So yeah. These glass things that they're doing are amazing. And I well, hope and they you, do more. You, you mentioned that. I want to say I don't know. I pressed my source if they're going to do more this year. And he wouldn't tell me. But... He did tell me for anyone that has not gotten Sam or Michael, like myself, they're going to have them both this year. And he said that he's going to get me a Michael, set it aside and give it to me so I can have one. Um, but yeah, they're going to have both of those back. As far as a new one, the fact that he wouldn't tell me makes me think there's going to be another one this year. So, but I can't say for certain, but just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm excited. I mean, these things, they came out of nowhere because I remember there's a guy I know. His name's Mike. Mike's Horror Corners, his YouTube channel name. And he seems to just, like, check that website pretty frequently. And I remember he was the first guy I saw a post about these. And the second they go up on the website, he, he would order them, and they'd be gone. As a matter of fact, Nick, the Michael was on Spirit's <laughs> website about a week ago. My buddy Phil bought one, and he said it went live on the website. And it was gone in like an hour. So yeah, that's like, that's why he told me he was like, "I will personally set one aside for you to make sure you get one." And I'm like, "Thank yeah. you." <laughs> and they, they truly are worth. They're not cheap. They're like forty dollars. But I mean, this thing is insane. Oh, it's I mean, beautiful. It's very nice. Yeah. It's it's you know, so uh, it, it's really cool. So I, I saw know your that video of it. I saw Piz's video of it, and I was like, oh, you "I gotta get that thing." Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about you personal. Do you have any? Those are even though that's the newest stuff. Those two items are literally. I actually still think the Sam is the coolest one because it's so big and it actually says "trick or treat" in the font on the mm -hmm. back of the pumpkin, which is so cool. But even though it's recent, those are my two favorite things that they've ever done. Would you have any? Do you have any items over the years that you were like, man, that that's cool? Obviously, that thing right behind you is from Spirit. The the Myers. Yeah, I, I and so is the. Um... Haddonfield, welcome to Haddonfield sign right there. Um, one of my favorite things, and this is not going to be something people would think, but one of my favorite things that we did at Spirit that I actually picked up years and years ago, and I, I picked it up collectively with a couple of my buddies, and I was still a teenager at the time, so they have it. But it was 2011, my first year there, the half-off sale, their Frankenstein animatronic. I oh, loved that thing. Me too. Um, one of my favorite things that they ever did because I thought even 10 years ago, I felt like the quality was like spot on. Um, it didn't do a ton. You know, he raised his arms and, you know, the bolts lit up and um, I get Frankenstein's monster, I should say. I know, guys, it's not Frankenstein. Um, and delete um, your comments, delete your comments. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I just loved it so much. And we bought it at the half off sale 
And uh, so I loved that. Um, and I'm trying to, there was, uh, they had an exorcist one, um, you know, Linda Blair, um, and she spun her head around and, and that was the same year. I loved that one. And, um, the, uh, I think it, yes, uh, 2013, the pumpkin nester, the big pumpkin head that sat on the swing and he, he would swing back and forth. Loved that one. And I know everybody would always say like, oh, you know, you would expect me to say like, oh, Michael Myers or, or Freddy or screen or Ghostface. No, it, it was, those ones were so cool to me. I mean, so cool to me because I just felt like the quality on him was great. And the pumpkin nester in 2013, dude, I could not keep that thing in my store. I would have people when I would get one, I had, I remember vividly a guy drove, he said he lived in, oh God, I can't remember. He said he drove nine hours um, to the closest store that had one. And it was my store. He called ahead of time, put it on hold. And he came in and he actually spent like $2,500 on that trip. He bought a ton of animatronics and that was one of them. And he was like, I drove wow. nine hours because you were the closest store that had this pumpkin nester. And it was really cool. Um, yeah. I mean, they've, they, Spirit doesn't get enough credit sometimes. I think when it comes to their animatronics, people will really be like, oh, well, their animatronics sometimes can be cheaply made. Go to Halloween City. Okay. You, you'll see cheaply well, made animatronics. They have cheap stuff and good stuff. Yes. You know, they have stuff that, you know, there's a lot of stuff that they do that's so cool. I remember they did uh, these Ghostbuster stuff about a year or so ago, and it's like a fat Slimer that I bought yep. him. And he's a, he's on like a thing. And I have a Ghostbuster shrine in my video game room hmm. over next next to me. And I have him hanging in there, and he's so cool. He's a big, fat Slimer, and he looks really cool. And they do some good stuff. Like, one of my favorite things that they do is – I'm trying to think if there's – okay, here it is. Here, here's some, some stuff right here. And they're really good about – this is genius marketing, by the way. So they always get me with a few extra sales – when you go up to the cash register, you got to go through that section up in the front and it's yes, always the impulse. Trinkets. It's called the impulse section and they call it that on purpose because they know you will impulse buy. So they had these up there. I've got the third one somewhere else. Oh, he's down there. It's, it's Sam heads and here's the pumpkin and they light up about his, his battery's dead. And then you get my favorite, which is his head. And then you can get one with the mask. And they were up at the front. And I was like, scooped it Gotta in my cart. Yep. And then I remember they did these last year. Um, little uh, snow globes. And yep. they did Friday the 13th, Michael Myers. And, of course, I've got my Elm Street one. And these, I remember they sold out like hotcakes. They, yep, they, they always they, do. I had to go to three locations to find Freddy and... Uh, I mean, Michael and Jason, they had one Freddy left. So I, obviously I got him. And uh, so like they're like the coolest thing. And I, I I also get, I got this from there. What am I thinking about? Supernatural, which is a show I really like that just ended its, you know, <laughs> life. I got this mug from there. Their mug game is insane. Yeah, I got, mugs. I got a child's play mug uh, that has Chucky's spinning face on it. Um I got the uh, Michael Myers one that says like the many faces, many of, Michael faces Myers. of Michael. Yeah. I have that one. Um, yeah. I've gotten a ton from there. 
I got a lot of them. I have a ton of mugs from Spirit too. So. I also got a Rob Zombie's Halloween shot glass from there, and I Me too. it's just Rob Zombie's Halloween poster. Yeah, so you have it, and I I yeah. never use it because I don't drink liquor, but I have it. So yeah, and other stuff. Right? Here's a little Friday. The, actually, this is from Spencer's, but it's the same thing. Yeah. Little Friday the Thirteenth mugs, and here here's a Jason shot glass that I keep, mm-hmm. you know, cables and stuff in. <laughs> um, so I mean. They do such a good job with the big franchises. They have different. What I like about this is it's different kind of stuff. It's not just like replicas or something. It's like mm-hmm. they don't take up much space. They're affordable. And the designs on them are like pretty darn good. I mean, they look just like the movie. It's amazing how good the designs on some of this stuff is. We've come a long way in terms of merchandise, obviously, like the. You know, you look back at the, like we were talking about earlier, the Freddy masks and stuff, they were god-awful. But now, <laughs> Trick or Treat has stepped up to the plate big time, and you get affordable, really nice-looking pieces. It's it's remarkable. So, yep. so yeah, I mean, so let's let's wrap this up. Let's talk well, about... Let's talk about this year. Let's talk about this year. Let's talk okay. about this year. Tell everybody what you can tell them, I guess. All right, guys. So, um, I am going on the record with this, um, as Dave McRae would say, I would not put my name out there if I wasn't sure. Um, I am 1000% sure about this. Take this to the bank. This is what you're looking at this year. The theme for spirit Halloween this year is called spirit factory. Um, when you walk into the store, it's going to be an old factory display at the entrance chains, conveyor belts, all that type of stuff. It's going to, I don't know if it's going to connect to the back, but it's going to be one in the same with the back. It's basically, basically going to be like two pieces, but really one. And in the back, you're going to have the inside of the factory display with TVs, um, lighting effects, fog, all that type of stuff. So spirit factory is the theme. The, Three biggest um, items, I guess, guess properties they're pushing this year are Hocus Pocus, which obviously Hocus Pocus 2 next year. So that's why Beetlejuice, which surprises me. Um, I'm not mad about it, but it surprises me. And Halloween Kills. Um, They're going to have a ton of Halloween stuff, a ton of Hocus Pocus, ton of Beetlejuice stuff. Um, They're... They're uh, going back on the clowns a little bit because the past couple of years, you guys know, a lot of their animatronics have been clowns. A lot of their displays have been clowns. They're kind of stepping back from that a little bit. Um, so there will be less clowns. The decor section is doubling in size. So, which I, one of the, that was probably the thing I was the most excited about when he told and, me this. And that's stuff like this, like little pieces and. Well, that that's yes. And it's also. Like signs and stuff lights, like that? Lights, signs, um, pathway markers, anything that you would decorate the inside or outside of your house with is getting doubled in size. Um, and there are two animatronics, and they're actually on the website now. They, If I remember correctly, they weren't when he told me, but they're live on the website now, so you can verify these two. The They're having a... Krampus animatronic that is six and a half feet tall. I don't know if they had it last year. Maybe oh they did, but it's six and a half feet tall. Thing is beautiful. 
its retail is $350. Um, and they're having a seven foot tall Demogorgon um, oh animatronic retail $1,300. Um, but it is beautiful. I mean, it is spot on to the Demogorgon. So that's what you're getting this year that I know of. Spirit Factory is the theme. Hocus Pocus, Beetlejuice, and Halloween Kills are going to be prominently theme, uh, prominently present, like displayed, I guess I should say. Double the size of the decor section, less clowns, and that Krampus animatronic is the one that I'm really excited about. And that's what I know for this upcoming season. And like I said, I'm taking it to the bank because this person is a very high up person. So now let me ask you this. You may not be able to answer this. When you say that they're promoting Halloween kills, does that literally mean Halloween kills merchandise or Halloween brand? Halloween brand. But from what I've been told, I I don't know if I would say told, but alluded to, they will have the kills mask. um, Which means trick or treat studios. studios. Yep. Um, And trying to remember what else i think they're going to have a new costume uh like a new michael myers costume for adults that's going to be updated for kills i'm not sure about that one but um the mask will be there and it's basically they're just going to take their halloween section because if you remember last year was more or less just like an end cap you know there was some cool stuff like this sign and the other one behind me but it wasn't like its own section this year it's going to be almost like its own aisle not you know, not one of your 10 foot aisles, maybe a six foot aisle, but it's going to be its own aisle front and back. They're really going to kind of double down on Halloween. Cause I was going to say last year now in my store, they had, you know, your costume sections basically all the way around and in the middle is where you would find like all the decor stuff. And there were these two islands right here on the, like the immediate right to where like the, the displays are for the animatronics and stuff. Yep. And one of those sections is where they would have the glass display pieces that were always obviously empty because they were sold out of them. <laughs> and it would be like split between Halloween stuff, Friday the 13th stuff, and Nightmare on Elm Street stuff. Basically yep. on one stel- shelf. And the other side would be stuffed demon babies. Yep. Those demon babies. So you're they're... saying that they're going to double that. If Halloween. you remember, okay, um, last year, or maybe it was two years ago, you remember how they had like a pretty big... Nightmare Before Christmas section, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. Halloween is going to get a section like that size. Very like, cool. Very. You're cool. going to have signs, um, welcome mats, um, lights. Uh, I mean, it's there's going to be a lot. Um, he would not, and he and he did this on purpose because he knows Halloween is like my baby. So he would not tell me. He's kind of stringing me along with it, but. All he would really tell me is that like the Halloween section this year is pretty freaking bonkers. And uh, I'm excited. I'm really, and I'm going to push to get more. So you guys have specifics, but that's basically what I know that you can expect. And guys, you can go to Reddit, you can go to YouTube, you can go to Google, you can find, oh, Spirit Halloween 2021 leaks. A lot of that is speculation. And I've looked at some of them and they're wrong. Some of them are wrong. Not all of them, but some of them are wrong. This person is responsible for over three dozen stores. He makes six figures a year. 
and works for the company year round. And he told me this info and I've known him for almost a decade. I'm taking it to the bank. So what I told you that will be there. So, you know, I guess save your money now because when I go there and see that Halloween section, Oh boy. This is so funny. You say that I was talking to Sydney. I was like, Sydney, we ought to think about trading your car saying, well, it's still got some value to it. Cause we want to get a little hatchback. We want to get yeah. a little Honda fit or something. That's what Brooke goes, has. Yeah. She goes, we should probably wait. I said, we ought to get one for the fall. She said, we should probably wait till the beginning of the year because you know how you get when spirit opens. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So. Yeah. It's, it's the same way. Brooke starts Christmas shopping for me in September because she buys a lot of my stuff from spirit. Uh, <laughs> she got me the good guys hat last year from spirit. She got me the uh, welcome to Haddonfield Michael Myers socks from spirit. She got me both of these signs from spirit for Christmas. So she shops for most of my stuff from spirit. So very cool. yeah. Yeah. Our, so our I, household. I mean, you've got yeah. me excited, man. Like I'm, I'm pretty pumped about spirit this year. I mean, I always am, but well, you know, um, I'll give you more info too, as I hear it, but for the listeners, that's what I have now. Christian will definitely get more scoops, but you know, yeah. So obviously, guys, I really hope you enjoyed us talking about Spirit Halloween and Nick's work history and and things like that. Um, this was really fun to me. This is my favorite episode we've done so far because it's it's Spirit. I mean, there's nothing more exciting <laughs> to me than Spirit Halloween. So a little bit of a shorter one, actually. We, never mind. We we've gone over an hour, but uh, some of them have been pretty damn long. But yeah. this was really fun, guys. Obviously, I would love for you in the comment section to tell me what your hopes are this year from spirit tell me your favorite memories your favorite products that you've ever gotten from spirit and um you know just all that good stuff uh, i'm excited i'm i can't wait to see what spirit has this year and all the cool stuff i mean it really they have become a keystone in every horror collector's you know collection because they're providing amazing licensed products so i just i'm i'm beyond excited for you know this year yeah they're they're a titan they're a titan of the industry they have stood out from the pack for years now and uh i'm excited you guys should be excited i mean i mean as of watching this it's dropping on sunday so happy fourth of july um uh it's we're a month we're about five six weeks away from the first stores opening as of watching this so it is quickly approaching i know that they're getting the um they're getting like the leases and everything signed right now as we speak so um and i know that for a fact so they're going to be start they're going to be building them over the next few weeks and they're going to be open um yeah guys i i hope you enjoyed a little bit of my rambling about my past with spirit um yeah this was a fun episode i felt like i was able to talk about, you know, I don't know, kind of open up a little bit about some of my experiences with this place. And I love this place. I know you guys love this place. I know Christian loves this place. And I know we all spend way too much money there. And uh, I hope we all do that again this year. So, yeah. All right. So that's it, guys. Thank you for enjoying this week's episode of the You Need a Horror Podcast. We probably will be back next week. But then again, if not, I'll, you know, it'll be no no later than bi-weekly. But, you know, we do what we can. We both have families. We're doing our thing, but we're so glad you guys were here with us. Real quick before we go, Nick, I was everybody was really gracious and, and really nice on the last episode, but I had some people comment and they're like, I really enjoyed 
in, in reference to the Halloween episode, people were saying, there's some people like, I really enjoyed this episode until you guys started talking about how much you love Rob Zombie's movies. <laughs> I mean, you can't please everybody. I mean, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> no. Hey, guys, I don't know what you're talking about. I do not like Rob Zombie's Halloween movies at all, guys. Like, look, look, we've talked about this, Christian. Let's hey. get something straight, okay? Guys, look what's up here. Those are my two favorite Halloween movies. Ratings are one thing, but the ones I'll take to my grave are these two, without question. So let's let's get that let's get something straight right now. Yeah, we're not disrespecting the OGs. Not not at all. But I feel like too many people get caught in their feelings that Rob decided to do something different with Michael uh, Myers. Yeah. So. I mean it, it's 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 funny to me that people will say, I really enjoyed this until you guys said you like <laughs> What other franchise can do this? Uh, I, look, I'm a Halloween fan through and through, and I will be the first to admit that our fan base can be toxic as hell. Just, we can be toxic. There are some of us that are very toxic. And, yeah. Know. I mean, there are people, like, even me now, am I am I excited to see another Halloween movie in the theaters? Absolutely. Am I am I am I less than thrilled that we're retreading Laurie Strode's story again instead of doing something new? Yeah. And I get crap for that. Like, what do you mean? Why can't why why do I sure I'm excited to see another Holly movie, but I would have I would have rathered have new characters with a new story being told, sure, because this is something I've already seen. It's Laurie Strode. It's a different element, it's a different flavor, but oh, but you don't know what Halloween's about. I, apparently I don't. It's Apparently, Hall- I don't. I mean, Jesus Christ, you, you man. Like, I don't know what Halloween is about. You can't please the Halloween purists. Like, you get to a point where you you realize, like, you guys will literally... I had somebody argue with me on Twitter two days ago about Rob Zombie's films being trash. And I said, well, that's your opinion, man. And he was like, well, John Carpenter said it, too. I was like, wow, John Carpenter No, 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 no. He, he was mad. I'm not, I'm not correcting you. He was mad because he thought Zombie was i remember seeing this clip okay since we're we're right here i remember seeing this clip of rob talking about it i called up john to tell him hey man i'm remaking your movie and he was like okay well what do you want and that probably is john he's probably a dry guy like i don't want and i'm thinking john's like what do you want from me i'm not working i'm not doing anything i'm retired you know yeah and then that that famous clip of him saying he well he did he did say he didn't like the movie let's get that right away he he did say he he was not a fan of the movie but those two guys are friends i remember a few days after that clip went viral john went to twitter and he was like me and rob are totally cool it was a misunderstanding we are totally yep. cool don't try to stir crap up between us but yeah people are just like John Carpenter hates rob zombie thinks he's an <laughs> idiot blah, blah, blah. and and the thing i said to this guy is i was like wow even if he doesn't like his movie, that's his opinion. And guess what? John Carpenter's on record saying that he doesn't like any sequel in the franchise, us, even Halloween 2. He doesn't like any of them. Now, he said in 2018, oh, yeah, I like this one. You know, they, they've really brought it He's back to paid words. to say he yeah, likes Exactly. That but he is on record saying, I don't care for any of them after the first one. I don't. So... Okay, if John Carpenter says he doesn't like Rob's movies, cool. That's his opinion, man. He doesn't like any of them. He doesn't like three. Hey, wait, 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 wait. I, th- I thought he liked three. I've seen him in interviews where he did say that is a neat little movie. Yeah, and see, here's the thing I think is with that. I think that it's like what you said when it came to Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, how for a while you were afraid to like admit it. I feel like that's how it is with John. Like in his heart, 
he loves that movie, but he's afraid to come out and be like, that movie kicks ass. You guys are wrong if you don't like that movie. So he's kind of, he toes the line, like, you know, they tried something different. Like, come on, John. You, you know you love that movie. You know you yeah. love that movie. I mean, he's just not like like a lot of directors. He has no desire to do sequels. I mean, he'll, he'll he's praised. He's a fan of a lot of his own work. I mean, he loves They Live, Prince of Darkness, but those are all concise original ideas, and he moves on. He's also I mean, a fan of – I'm sure he may not like these Halloween sequels, but he gets a check every damn time. So I, I love the fact that he's honest about that too. I can't stand it when directors like won't be honest about stuff. Like when Dokken did a reunion tour four years ago, you know, I was going to be so, – they hate each other. George Lynch hates Don Dokken. They hate each other. Two alphas, they did not get along. When they did the reunion tour to go play in China or uh, Japan, rather, China or Japan, they were, they're mass. Obviously, Dokken were huge. They were platinum-selling recording artists in the 80s. But over there, they're still massive. They did the tour, and they were doing press releases. What, why are you guys getting back together? Money. And I was like, I love these guys because they're honest. Honesty goes a long way. So now we need to end this thing. I knew I knew I shouldn't have brought this up, but you know, I thought that was <laughs> funny. I still appreciate those people that were like, hey, some of them were really honest. Like, I really loved this. One guy said, dude, I really loved this podcast until you guys started talking about Rob Zombies. Those movies are trash. Great podcast. Can't wait for more. <laughs> you know what? Well, that, I can yeah. appreciate that. We, you know, I get it. You don't like Halloween. Hey, and Rob and Zombies tell, Halloween. <laughs> and I tell people all the time, man, like, we're not trying to sway you and, and make you believe what we believe, but just at least respect our opinions. We all have them. Hey, and and that's what makes life beautiful is that we yeah. can all love things and not everybody else has to love it. So whatever, you know, I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of that episode. I'm proud of those movies and I'll take that to my grave. Yep. So now we're going to end this, this episode. Yeah. So yeah this come is, on, Christian. God, this is Christian Hanahara and this is Nick from the lost river drive in. Be sure to check us out on socials. Um, I'm Christian Hanahore, obviously here on YouTube. You're on my channel now. Christian Hanoff, just look me on my personal Facebook. I have a I have a YouTube page, Facebook, Twitter at Horror Hannah or Hannah Horror Hannah. <laughs> uh, my my profile picture is Baby Freddy. If you see me on Twitter, so just look for that. Nick, what are your socials? Uh, Twitter <laughs> at the Lost River Dr. One, Instagram at the Lost River Drive-In, Patreon at the Lost River Drive-In, and guys, make sure you head to Christian's Teespring. Pick up a You Need a Horror Podcast t-shirt. They're beautiful. Link in the description. Yes, Multiple sir. colors. I own one, and he gave, he he sent me my favorite color combo. Um, I almost wore it tonight, but um, I, I couldn't find it. It's probably in the washer. But, huh, yeah, pick one up because the podcast seems to be doing well. You guys seem to like it, so rock the merch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm the prices. I can't make them any better, guys. I'm li I literally make like twenty cents on the shirts. It's not about making money. It's just about you know you guys becoming a part of the show with us. And what better way than to have a really rocking shirt from the Unita yeah. Horror Podcast? Yes, sir. So there we go, guys. Love you. Thank you for listening and hanging out with us. And we will see you next time. This has been a production of the Unita Horror Podcast. You need it, we got it. Thank you for listening.